Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. It's our second annual Madhuri Madness, where we celebrate the career and work of Madhuri Dixit, and we just got it in under the line <laughs> for March. Uh, in this episode, we look at two films from the early 90s where she finds herself at one point of a love triangle with Sanjay Dutt. I, I think that's two points of the love triangle. No, there's She's a, one point, he's yeah. the other point. So she finds herself at one point. Okay, A, that's a triangle has three points, Matt. Or sure. should, I, should, I, should I have called them angles? Maybe angles, but yeah, go Okay, on. one point, yeah. one... No, finds herself at one angle of a love triangle? I don't know. Okay. Don't worry, listeners. We'll uh, figure it out by the end. <laughs> First up, Dixit is a poetry lover who falls for Dutt's words, <clears throat> but Salman Khan's face in Lawrence D'Souza's romance, Sajan from 1991. Then in an effort... <laughs> this crazy movie. Then in an effort to save the reputation of her boyfriend, Jackie Shroff, Dixit plays a cop who goes undercover to bring in Dutt, an escaped criminal in Subash Guy's action drama, Kalnayak. Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people. Uh, Matt, as you alluded to, we are getting in this episode under the wire. March uh, Madness itself, <laughs> I forgot this, goes on until April. Yes. So the final four is actually, I believe, on the first, so yes. pretty soon. But for us... The month of March is Metairie Madness. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, we are a week late on this episode. We apologize. We were aiming to have this out earlier. However, we both tested positive for COVID again and have been sick for the past week. I have not left the house. I, I took the garbage out once, but I haven't left the house in like nine days. Yeah, and I, I'm similar. I've been at home the entire time as well. And uh, you were sick, and then I was sick, and so things here at Biffle headquarters have just have just been slightly chaotic, a and of, also a lot, lot of, of sleeping. Snot, <laughs> yeah. sleeping, uh, throat clearing, we're coughing. Both, we're both on the mend. Uh, I apologize if you can hear anything in our voices, but. For the most part, I think I think we're over the worst of it, and we're ready to record and uh, celebrate Madhuri Madness. Uh, maybe a little later than we anticipated, but we're With we're, st we're still movies. celebrating. Two yes. weird movies. <laughs> yes, we'll leave links in the show notes to our previous Madhuri Madness episodes. This is uh, not as long running of a series as some of our other series. We only started it last year in. March, uh, and we intend to return to it as an annual thing, kind of working through the career of Madhuri Dixit. So in our episodes last year, we covered Perinda and Dill. Perinda's one of one our all-time favorite Bollywood movies. Uh, and we Dill was okay. We didn't cover it when, and when we were covering uh, that era of Anil Kapoor, and so we decided to, to revisit it. Because um, we'd never really discussed it on the show before, uh, and yeah, Dill was interesting. There was some interesting was, visual stuff and yeah. some choreography things. Yeah, I see why it was a hit at the time. Yeah, it was it was surprisingly kind of complicated yeah. in the stuff it was doing. Yeah, uh, and then we also discussed uh, the Netflix show that she did, uh, The Fame Game. Is which there another season of that kind? I haven't heard anything about another season. It huh. certainly ends on a note that I think is kind of 
satisfying and wraps everything up, but it does leave the door open for a second season. So yeah. I really like one. I It was pretty good. I, I thought, yeah, I think it's a really interesting show. I think it has some interesting things to say about fame and family and, and games and games uh so you know netflix has been announcing uh, a lot of new seasons of their indian shows lately a lot of third seasons uh give the fame game a second season i and the third is usually when netflix bails after that yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if if uh they've officially said it's not happening or not but doesn't I mean it's been a year and we haven't heard anything so but I mean there were big stretches in between season one and season two of Delhi Crime yeah uh, season three has now been, been announced, yeah. announced so you know it could happen uh, we're fans we would like to see a second season of the Beam game uh, but that was kind of her uh, latest in her career though she's had a couple movies out since but we are going back to where we were with Dill to the early 90s and we're going to be discussing two big hits both of which she was nominated for the Filmfare Award for Best Actress for uh, and both of these were very long <laughs> yeah although when we get to Kyle Nayak I think uh, some of my problems with that movie come from us watching a version that's half an hour shorter than the actual run. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, anything you want to say about Medary Dixit and this era of Medary Dixit before we get into things? She's extremely hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she always is, though, but, like, this is, like, peak hotness? Yeah. Probably? She's, uh, she looks incredible in, in both of these movies, uh, and you... I mean, you're just you're just drawn to her. Unfortunately, every time she's in, a, every scene she's not in, you're like, when is Maduri coming? Yeah. Back? Unfortunately, structuring um, a series around a popular actress versus popular actors is a bit frustrating because Bollywood, and I mean movies in general, fairly patriarchal. Yeah, they're and they're so, around the hero, so yeah. she's usually second banana. Exactly. So the films are always focusing on the men and the male characters and so while Boy, are they. she is Especially definitely the female lead of both of these films as we go through this series we really are trying to pick stuff well a stuff that we have access to that's always um part yeah. of the game on this podcast but b stuff where we feel like she's not going to be a supporting character but being an actress in bollywood there's just not as many movies um, especially during her heyday. Not that she's out of her heyday. She's still, I think she's still in a heyday. Um, but, you know, like when she was starting her career, it's harder to find movies that center on the female characters, that center on actresses' performances. Yeah, and they're um, not really packaging things with her as the main character. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's still an issue we see now with Bollywood. I it's like, kind of unique when it isn't a, yeah. a male main character. Yeah, I like to think it's getting better with, you know, I think it has. stuff like Piku and, and other films, but... Beauty Wedding. It like is. A lot of romance stuff. Yeah, it is. Gangubai. Jalsa. Yeah. Yeah, it is unfortunately um, one of the frustrating... Darlings. One of the frustrating aspects of... Um, of doing a series on an actress's career versus on an actor's career. Yeah. So 
And if, if people have any suggestions uh, as we, you know, return to this series annually. That we haven't done yet. Because yeah, we, we have watched a surprising amount of her movies. Well, especially because we've done a lot of Neil Kapoor films. Yeah. And now, yeah, we're seeing the Sanjay Dutt yeah. Jody as well. But I will say um, she's a bigger role in both of these films than she is in Perinda. So as oh, much yeah. as I, she's as much, in like ten minutes of Perinda. As much as I love Perinda, it was maybe that one's strictly for the boys. Not the greatest choice uh, for when we were kicking off her series. That movie slaps uh, though. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, so do you want to set up Sajan for us? Oh boy. Okay. Uh, so Sajan came out in 1991, directed by Lawrence D'Souza, who we looked up close to the end because there's a marked like stylistic shift as there's a lot. <laughs> and lightning going on. I was like, oh, this is kind of turning into a horror movie by the end. Yeah. And guess what film he made? I already knew this when we sat down to watch it, so uh, I wasn't okay. surprised. Well, I was surprised <laughs> to find out that four years later, five years later, he goes on to do Poppy Goudia yes. with Chris McCoy. Yeah. And I was like, you know, this almost reminds me of a Poppy Goudia type film. So I think you can see. It's nice to see like the visual tra- trademarks of his style are still true. I think you can see similarities mostly in the way the songs are presented here. There's kind of some... Yeah, there's some cool like overlays yeah, and... There's some visual aesthetics that yeah. that link up to me. And the, you know, dramatic ending. Yeah. Like the kind of rain and yeah. thunder and yeah. slamming doors open and busting into people's houses and kind of weird color choices. I really like Poppy Goody. Yeah. Give Poppy Goody a chance. I think I like Poppy Goody better than this film. <laughs> Uh, so it features Sanjay Dutt, Salman Khan, Madhuri Dixit, Kader Khan, Rima Lagu, and Lakshmi Kant Burde. It was the highest grossing Bollywood film in 1991. Soundtrack was also super successful. And you could definitely tell because mm-hmm. every five minutes there's a song. A lot of this is one of those ones where, you know, I love a song, but uh, when you have a three-way love triangle... That means each person's probably going to get about two songs. Aren't all try yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But like, when there's three romantic people... How many points on a triangle are there? I'm, I wasn't very good at math. But like... Or geometry? Or geometry. Which I guess is part of math. But as opposed to a typical two-person romance, uh, this has another third as many songs. Yes. Okay, I see so, what you're saying. Like... They added quite a bit to the soundtrack because yeah. each one's got the, I met a girl, I'm in love with the girl, and then she's got a few herself. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was nominated for 11 Filmfare Awards, including Best Film, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress. It won Best Music Director, probably makes sense, mm-hmm. and Best Male Playback Singer. Uh, so, in this movie, Sanjay Dutt is kind of, the, kind of a useless opening sequence because... <laughs> They're always like this, but like... Well, but it has to set up the dynamic between these two men. So, Sanjay Dutt's character was a poor kid who basically got adopted by Salman's mm-hmm. family. Uh, he also walks with a limp, so he's got a... Uh, uh, I don't know if it's a club foot or something like that. Like, he's, he's got a crutch that he uses Yeah, all the he's time. disabled. Yeah. And um, when they're little kids, uh, he gets saved by some bullies by Salman, and then, like, they become best friends slash brothers... Mm-hmm. Saman's family is Kader Khan and I forget who the mom was, but Kader Khan Isn't obviously. Isn't it Rima Lagu? Must be Rima Lagu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kader Khan notable, notable from so many 80s movies. Yeah. So it's always fun to see him. And he's a rich industrialist. He's assuming that his two sons, uh, Sanjay's the smart one, by the way. 
are going to run his business and he basically brings them in. There's a lot of boxy 90s suits. Uh, and I think it's a construction business they run. Uh, Salman is the real womanizer type. Uh, he's always got a different girl on the go and he's trying to pick up chicks at every opportunity. He's a real playboy operator type. He is a playboy operator type. Uh, he pretends to be blind at one point to pick up a girl at a restaurant and uh, this doesn't go well for him because all the women in the restaurant start kicking his that- Sanjay is more of an intellectual and he's competent at running the business he gets sent by their dad to Uti to start working on a hotel I believe but in his off hours he's a uh, poet named Sagar and Sagar's biggest fan happens to be Madhuri Dixit who runs a book stall in Uti and it's kind of a classic meet cute situation where uh, she's expecting her mom, I think, to be handing her books to put mm-hmm. on the shelf at the bookseller, but he's accidentally wandered in looking for books. Mm-hmm. And then he talks a lot of shit about how this poet sucks. Because uh, this character likes to play little games, yeah. basically. Uh, he likes to be a social manipulator and see what happens. And he also wants to know if... He's like that, oh, no one will ever like me. I'm disabled type of guy. Yeah. yeah. So he... But Madhuri Dixit's already in love with him. Yeah, Madhuri Dixit's already in love with him. He's her favorite... Could have sealed the deal in about five minutes there, buddy. Yeah. Not, not hard at all, but... She uh, performs the songs of his yeah, poetry. She, yeah, she has a <laughs> fairly popular recital where she sings a song that's one of Sagar's poems and I think that's the one that reverberates through the movie like yeah. each person has their own version of that uh, Salman shows up and he falls in love with her after hitting her with his bicycle okay and to be clear we're like an hour and a half into the movie at this point the love yeah. triangle really takes forever to reveal itself this even is though a, this is we a can see burn. from a mile away what this love triangle is going to be uh, we're familiar with Cyrano de Bergerac <laughs> yeah Sanjay actually says that oh I know Sagar like we're buddies um, and someday I'll let you meet him. Yeah. And basically, he feels obliged to let Salman get her because his family basically rescued him from poverty and yeah. just take care of him. And he's like, well, I can't stand in the way of this because I owe this family so much. Well, and I think there's a certain amount of, oh, she will never love me yeah. because I am disabled. I slightly walk with a limp. Yeah. Yeah. So... And there's the love triangle. Uh, essentially, she event- she finds out about this. Like, there's not a ton of huge spoilers in this no. movie. It basically proceeds as you would think. So she finds out about this and gets mad at both of them. Uh, Salman basically dumps her when he finds out that his brother is the poet. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it comes to a kind of unbelievable happy ending. Well, I like, think... Like-, like, it makes sense in the movie world, but it's also sort of like, there's some... Unresolved issues in this relationship. Yeah, and I think what makes... What's most interesting about this film, I think, um, because this this plot is a bit... It's expected. It's not overly original. But kind of the third act, it rounds this really interesting corner where everyone is really... Pissy? Bitter (laughs) and mad at one another in a way that I found really fascinating because it felt a bit more realistic and authentic with the big asterisks on there because there's obviously nothing about this that feels realistic. 
Um, it isn't one of those movies where, like, if you sat everyone down and rashly explained what happened, they would understand. Like, there's a lot of hurt feelings involved. Yeah. It's not and, a comedy of errors. And that feels a bit more genuine to kind of how things might actually play out if this yeah. sort of situation were to happen in real life. If like, someone were to like a poet. doesn't have the kind of Shakespearean... Um, comedy ending where at the end everything's kind of wrapped up in a bow and the misunderstandings are all explained and there everyone... also aren't a lot of like near misses where yeah. like he was meaning to tell her or something like it's all basically as clear as day yeah so it's just I don't know the kind of the bitterness that seeps in in the last third of the film, while it still has kind of a conventional happy ending that maybe doesn't feel entirely earned, but the bitterness that seeps into the film in the third act, I think, is really interesting because it goes places that I don't think your typical romantic drama with this kind of setup necessarily would. It it actively kind of complicates things with how betrayed Salman Khan's character feels like in other and this is not I wasn't aware that he could read his character <laughs> but like yeah like Cyrano de Bergerac it, it, it does feel like the sort of thing you would tell your adopted brother like oh by the way I write poetry in my spare time yeah like Cyrano de Bergerac is I still think probably the best kind of like archetype for explaining this dynamic where you have someone who's a writer but the woman falls in love with the person who she thinks is with, the writer and not the, the writer. more stereotypically hot. Yeah. But, you know, versions of Cyrano de Bergerac I've seen um, are a lot more like the, the one who is being kind of the proxy in between the writer and the girl who is also trying to get the girl. He's in on it, right? Like, yeah. he, he knows that he's a part of it. And here, kind of, Salman Khan does not know that he's a part of this, triangle he doesn't know he's a part of this ruse and the bitterness he feels it's more towards his brother for not telling him that like by the way I like this girl yeah and then the anger he probably would have been fine he would have said oh yeah yeah." and then the anger that Madhuri Dixit feels I think that all kind of comes to a really interesting boiling point that being said I think like I'm just not a big enough fan of Sanjay Dutt um, to really care or buy into the romance between Mittery Dixit and Sanjay yeah. Dutt. I don't know. Maybe. What did you think of his haircut? Oh God, he has terrible hair in He's both got of a these movies. Classic '90s mullet in this one. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm predisposed to because of things like Hamakahinkon to like really root for. The Salman Khan, Madhuri Dixit romance. So, like, yeah, this is done better with Ajay Devgan in uh, that movie. Hamdil no, Chukisana? Uh, Chukisana, yeah. yeah. Like, it's a similar situation, and I think Ajay Devgan just did a better job. Yeah. When in that one, if I remember right, Salman is the uh, artistic guy. Yeah, I mean, this is like, we have seen this. This, I mean, again. It's, it's Man Marzian as well. Yeah, it's Cyrano de Bergerac. Like, we've yeah. seen this kind of. Um, template for a love triangle. Barely keep our feet, right? Like, right, yeah, especially barely keep. If barely keep our feet is literally the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if just my perceptions of some of these pairings and some of these actors are fighting, um, are fighting with my 
willingness to to enjoy aspects of this film that's maybe a bit unfair but yeah. unfortunately i have a bit of a kind of preconceived notion about how i feel about sanjay dutt and he seems more like in his element in kal Nayak. yeah I, I think so like nothing he's i a ba- saw he's a bad boy right yeah exactly nothing i saw on screen i think really convinced me towards this kind of more romantic, emotional character. I mean, I think the movie I liked him best in was Moonabai. He's fun in that one. Yeah. Yeah, he is fun in that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he can do comedy. like. And in that one, he has to be a gangster, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's always got a bit of an edge to him. He kind of looks like Tom Sizemore. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, sure. Like, R.I.P. Can you see? Yeah, R.I.P. Tom Sizemore, but someone who also had some fairly public battles with mm-hmm. uh, the law. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of part of his character. And I guess we're coming at, like, had we not known about that going in, like, if this is the first time we ever saw him, maybe we would have a different perception, but we're seeing it. 35 odd years later well and that's the thing and there's no way there's no way as as film goers as cinephiles um, and as cinephiles who are not Desi who are kind of discovering this um, in a backwards way exactly there's no way that we don't bring that knowledge and that awareness and also preconceived biases um, mm. when we sit down and watch a film like this. And so as much as, you know, we love Madhuri Dixit and as much as I try to maybe put some of my preconceived no- notions about Sanjay Dutt and Salman Khan um, to the side when I watch a film like this. Yeah, talk about a cast with like loaded real life history. Yeah, yeah. As much as I try and put those things to the side, um, I didn't find much in Sanjay Dutt's performance that carried me through, like, the three-hour-long runtime. Did you buy him as a poet? No. That's what I'm saying, is I just, like, I don't know. I just don't buy him as this kind of, like... Intellectual? Exactly. Yeah. Um, But this is a Madhuri Addiction episode. Yeah, she was great. She's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, she's a very effervescent, fun woman who runs a bookstall. What more do you want? Yeah, exactly. She, I mean... She's able to gather 50 people to do a poetry recitation. Yeah. I mean, can she work for me? The songs really are great, and she really, in her um, performances that we see in the film, like, imbues it with such such an exuberance. And she's not as silly as Dill was. That was a very no. wacky high school thing. Whereas this one, I don't think her character has gone to school. I think she's kind of self-taught mm-hmm. of loving literature. Yeah. So it's it's really authentic feeling of just like, oh, yeah, she really likes books because that's her whole world. She's not she's not going to school and learning about them. Yeah. And she totally, I think, nails the kind of um, moony-eyed, like, teenager, early 20-something, who would, maybe a bit naive, who would kind yeah. of fall for a poet. Like, I can see a plot like this working on, like, social media nowadays. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, like, falling for some sort of, like, Instagram poet and starting to talk to them. Yeah. And then, like, it's their younger brother who becomes the face. And, you know, like... Totally. You're going to give them too many ideas. There's this something... is going to be, uh, this is going to be, uh, Ash, Ishan Qatar is going to do this movie <laughs> next or something. Um, and I think I really love that this film uses all of Madhuri Dixit's range because, mm-hmm. you know, she's really like, she's, she does a lot of comedic scenes. 
She does. A she's l- probably the funniest actress from this time that I've encountered, right? She's her, well, she is hilarious. Her and Sri Devi. Sri Devi's also very funny. And Amrita Singh. Yeah, but Amrita Singh wasn't. Well, Chameli Kishadi, come on. She didn't really get a chance the same way. No. She got married, but like, yeah, there was a real kind of spunky heroine archetype mm-hmm. at this time that I do enjoy. Yeah, you really get that, like, exactly, that spunky heroine, and then. You get like the sweeping romance stuff, uh, and then just yeah, that that bitterness and that anger that she displays. I don't think this marriage is going to work. And of course, it's not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But uh, like that that she displays in the in the in the last act of the film, it's it's such it's a great showcase for her. It really is, yeah. um, which is what we really wanted. Again, I don't know if I am in love with this film if I'll return to it it's I mean it wasn't my favorite but I do really applaud her performance which is why we're here Mm -hmm. um so yeah you know I I'm glad we caught up with it yeah but it's not it's not like one of the all-timers I don't think I'll be returning to it it's it's very long and (laughs) like the songs are sort of repetitive they're, we well, li- they're well staged, but like it's... We like a lot of songs, but it's true. They were a bit repetitive, for sure. Well, you could say you watched it every six minutes or so. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. And a lot of the refrains of that main one. Yeah. There's really like... There's a good there's a good balance with songs. I like a lot of songs. I get a little annoyed when there's only like one or two songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Or if it's just the credit song. Like, give me one like really good set piece, then some... Some, some narrative, then another really good set piece, whereas I feel like we just kept returning to the same, kind of the same mode with this. Yeah, and the, I guess I was thinking about Piazza while watching this, because that was also this poet mm-hmm. and kind of someone who, it would have been fun to... Did you think at s- all about Cabby Cabby? Yeah, a little. Like, it's, it's nice to see poets, as much as I kind of <laughs> rag on them sometimes, it's, it's, it's nice to see them as like important figures in society. Yeah. What I think would have been funny with this one is either um, Sagar is super popular or like Barely Keep Arfi, right. he's not popular at all. Right. Like we didn't really get a sense of what his uh, critical reception was. Yeah. But like I think that's kind of a missed opportunity for um, jokes or even more pathos if she's mm-hmm. the only one that's ever read him. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, that's coming from someone who works with poets, so... I will say, though, that the song sequences are the places that had the most interesting visual storytelling, though, so... Apart from the more horror movie aspects by the end. Yeah, yeah, I I mean, the last third of this... It really picks up once hour two is done. (laughs) You can't say about a lot of movies. All right, Uh, I think it's time for Interval. So we've got Choli Ki Picha Kia Hai from Cal Nayak. Classic song. Mm-hmm. I don't know which war version I like better, honestly. <laughs> In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. If you choose Park Power, you are choosing a positive local business. Plus, Park Power shares its 
profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kozowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. This episode of Bollywooders for Lovers is also brought to you by the Well Endowed Podcast, part of the Edmonton Community Foundation. On episode 143 of the podcast, coincidentally the same as this episode for us, the Art Gallery of Alberta funds for the future. On this episode, our correspondent, Arbriana Snow, takes us on a journey through the Art Gallery of Alberta's curatorial process and how they create art collections and experiences that are accessible to all. We'll also learn about the vital role endowment funds play in helping the gallery continue its work for generations to come. The original Art Gallery of Alberta Fund was established in December of 1989 by the Poole family, one of the first funds established during the ECF's inaugural year. This fund has provided grants of more than $2 million to the Art Gallery since its inception. In anticipation of the 100th anniversary in 2024, the AGA established a framework for a family of funds agreement that will secure a sustainable source of funding for the future. For more information about the Edmonton Community Foundation and the Well Endowed Podcast, go to thewellendowedpodcast.com. So that was Choli K. Picha Kyahe from Kalnayak. So going from a film that we thought was maybe too long to a film that totally felt too, too short. short. And also, <laughs> this is feeling too short, and I think the one we watched was 2.49. Yeah. So, like, it's funny that that felt too short. <laughs> we needed more movie. Yeah. Uh, so Kalnayak, which means villain, came out in 1993. Directed by Supash Guy. It stars Sanjay Dutt again, Madhuri Dixit, Jackie Shroff, Anupam Kher, Raki Gulzar, and Nina Gupta. In the song Choli K. Piche Kyahe, which uh, you just heard, uh, which is definitely a highlight of this film. Great song. Uh, so, this was the second highest grossing Bollywood film of 1993 after Anak and it was one of the best selling soundtracks of the year. Was Raj Kumar this year? There were a lot of um, swashbuckling adventure type films where people were getting in brawls on trees. What year was Raj Kumar? No, we no one ever thinks about Raj Kumar but us. I'm always thinking about Raj Kumar. You know what? I really am. Uh, I pulled up a bunch of the songs the other day, and uh, <laughs> you were like, "Why did she kick that duck? Why did she kick that duck?" Uh, like, the song slapped. Uh, Raj Kumar is 1996. Okay. Yeah. So because Robin Thieves was like 91, right? I think so. Or yeah. 90. So yeah. it took them a while. It took them to a while to rip it, it off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this was nominated for 11 film for awards, just like Sajan, uh, including best film, best director, best actor, and best actress. It won two best female playback singer and best choreography. Um, that feels totally deserved, having seen this film and watched all the songs. Yeah. Uh, so we watched this on Z5, where it had a runtime of 169 minutes. However, according to the interwebs, the film has a runtime of 191 minutes. Yeah. So we are missing half an hour. Half an hour. Yeah, because we found this out because I was uh, joking around it's like on Twitter. Like 22 minutes for most. I was joking around on Twitter by saying like, "Truly, Madari Dixit is the greatest, the world's greatest detective." Because <laughs> in one scene, she tells her boss like, "I'm going to find Sanjay Dutt," and the very next scene, he's escaped from jail and is told like, "Ah, a world famous courtesan will be performing at a party. You should come." And she's there. Yeah. So like, there's obviously some connective tissue missing there, and I think there's a lot missing. 
when Sanjay Dutt is talking about how he grew up. Yeah. Because this whole thing with this crime guru, yeah. it's kind of confusing. Uh, and I feel like we're just missing some stuff. Yeah. It, yeah. It felt like, like you said, like some connective tissue is missing. Like You get the gist of it. 22 minutes is, is pretty substantial yeah. because it, it does kind of pull you out of the film. And then it makes it a bit frustrating because you know that like there's elements um, as much as, you know, we were enjoying the action in the songs, um, enjoying kind There's of the some full, conversations that we probably yeah, needed to hear. Enjoying the full picture was was it was frustrating. You should tell um, them what the movie's about. Yes. So Jackie Shroff is a cop who arrests Sanjay Dutt. Uh, Sanjay Dutt is kind of like shown to be some sort of like terrorist, terrorist, an example for the nation of like a delinquent he refuses to talk. Well, he gets caught assassinating like a, a judge, right? Yes. Like pretty bad. <laughs> yes. He uh, refuses to talk and makes a vow that he's going to escape from jail in five days. And he does. Unsurprisingly, he does exactly what he says he's going to do, and he escapes from jail. Uh, Jackie Shrub- well, He doesn't hit the days exactly. He's like, I wanted you to have a fair shot, so I'm going to escape a couple more days from now, and then he does. <laughs> yeah, anyways. Uh, and he, we don't even see the escape, which I think is either we missed it from the uh, amount of movie missing, or because it's just related to him, like, oh, yeah, he killed this guy, and you wore his uh, uniform. We, I mean, we escape. see kind of a little bit of it, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I agree. He's doing all this stuff. We might as well see the escape. <laughs> Jackie Shroff's girlfriend is also a cop. Met her at Dick's ship. Uh, and she decides to go undercover and bring, essentially bring Sanjay Dutt back. Uh, because this has really like left a mark on Jackie Shroff's reputation. He's being shamed in the media. Uh, and she is going to kind of reinstill his reputation by going and bringing Sanjay Dutt back by recapturing him. Uh, and so she ends up pretending to be a dancer, to be a courtesan who goes on the run with Sanjay Dutt and his goons. And along the way, you know, kind of falls in love with him a little kind of falls in love. She discovers that maybe he's not as bad of a guy as he's presented to be. Uh, meanwhile, he's definitely falling in love with her. Yeah. Uh, he even buys a suit. <laughs> and I Jeez. mean, like, crazy, crazy actions and shenanigans. It's eventually re- revealed that there is, you know, a backstory and a relationship between Sanjay Dutt and Jackie Shroff. Um, and everything. If you saw the last movie, you may feel like this, like deja vu yeah. on this uh, relationship. You may feel a bit of deja vu. Um, and eventually, uh, Sanjay Dutt does the heroic thing and essentially sacrifices himself so that Metary Dixit and Jackie Shroff can be together. I think that's the best way to explain the plot. I don't know. Like, by the end, I, th- I could see him going either way. That's, that's the thing I like best about this movie is Sanjay Dutt. This is a yeah. Sanjay Dutt movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I think unlike with Sajan, uh, uh, where I wasn't really convinced convinced by Sanjay Dutt's performance, here I really was convinced by Sanjay Dutt's performance. This film has a great cast, a lot of um, really engaging and fun over-the-top action sequences. He's dressed and like a biker for a lot of it, which is funny. Some fan 
fantastic songs that just like they're total earworms that they get stuck in your head the Cal Nyack song uh you know they give the the villain <laughs> to the name yeah. is Villain. Um, they give him yeah, his own crazy kind of theme song. Oh, it's fantastic, which has like this amazing like performance. The Choli K. Picha song is fantastic. Both versions. Uh, yeah, both versions. And then later when the gang starts doing oh my it God. too, that's It's fun. amazing. Yeah, when they find out that she is in fact a cop, uh, the men come out and kind of like they turn the tables and they do the song. Yeah, they're kind so of good. in drag. So good, and this is the best kind of use of like bringing a song back. Yeah. Um, whereas in Sajan, it started to feel a bit kind of tired. Uh, here, masterful. Absolutely loved it. But yeah, I think like the thing that keeps us from fully, really loving this movie is just like we were just frustrated that we were missing bits. Yes, because Sanjay Dutt. You can't you can't just have an out and out villain in a movie in a movie called The Villain. You, know, yeah. you probably could, but like we have to hear about his his backstory growing up, and his dad was a lawyer, and he was mad that he didn't have any money, mm-hmm. and then like this crime guru guy uh, shows up, and he's giving the kids presents, and then he, Sanjay gets kind of swept into this guy's mm-hmm. terrorist schemes, yeah, and. That guy's not interesting enough. No. Because he's not like Mugambo, where he's like a supervillain. Even though he's kind of presented as like a supervillain, because by the end of this, like... He's got a lair. Yeah, by the end of this, especially when like Sanjay Dutt has overthrown him, essentially, because he's found out that he murdered his, his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they, he has like a lair, and they're off to like Singapore. Like, mm-hmm. it, it has kind of... I don't know, it brings that aspect in where and he's bald too so we like wanted, he looks like a villain yeah but he's, he's not quite as over the top as you'd want yeah exactly but Sanjay Dutt very over the top yes. so maybe they didn't want someone competing with him in an over the top in this competition when this film leans into its kind of more cartoon yeah. aspects it's more kind of comic booky aspects it really comes together yeah and like Jackie Shroff love Jackie Shroff it's not yeah. as good as he is in Perinda, but like as just like a no nonsense cop guy, pretty solid. Yeah. Um, and oh, the other thing about this movie is that uh, Sanjay Dutt's mom is still alive. Yeah. And um, like he, uh, Jackie Shroff and her have a relationship, and there's a lot with her. And for the most part, her character is very boring. Yeah. She's just kind of looking in a window, saying, "Oh, I wish Sanjay Dutt would come home. You I'm can, so mad that he's gone." You can kind of. See- all the elements that are like from 70s and 80s Bollywood films yes. like Amitabh Bachchan films you can see all of those elements at play and all of that Shatragan Sinha or Pran would be playing yeah. uh, the Jackie Shroff role and all of that's really engaging I just think I think it just doesn't quite reach the heights of like a Mard and again for me well yeah okay Mard is a very special movie but yeah like, like I, I appreciate some of the filmmaking here. It kind of had a uh, run-and-gun style of camera work that reminded me of 1942. Like, 1942 is a much better movie, but yeah. uh, there's a kind of texture to that look and the lighting of that time and the film stock they would be using. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, again, take this all with a grain of salt. We're missing half, a, half an hour of the movie. Yeah. So, like, there's obvious, I'm sure the story makes a lot more sense when you see the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I I would like to re-watch the 191-minute version of this because, like, again... This is one we could show with friends. Like, it's, yeah. it's fun and over the top. 
Yeah, we were having a great time. I He's think, basically the Joker. I think, yeah, we just, we got a bit frustrated with it. And I mean, this is not the first and it will not be the last time that we sit down to watch uh, an older Bollywood title, and it's very clear to us that there are parts missing. When this happens on the Shimaru um, YouTube channel, it's kind of understandable. Mm-hmm. When it happens on Z5, though, that kind of annoys me. Mm-hmm. Like, I should hope that a commercial uh, property that we're paying money for, like an app, mm-hmm. would have access to better quality films. Mm-hmm. Like... It, or at least like not have this ver- or say on it that it's like yeah. missing something like it's it's a little annoying to me that the company itself didn't do anything yeah um i will say the transfer here though was better than sajan which yeah uh, they both had we sh- had which we bought on apple yeah. <laughs> they had they both had a shot on video kind of look yeah. So. Well, I mean, yeah, and they were definitely shot on film, but like they're just they're not they're, the yeah, greatest transfers. It's taken off of a VCR copy, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. But so I had a lot of fun. Madhuri Dixit in this movie, um, she's introduced in a funny way because <laughs> she's. It's unclear if she's in prison yeah. or if she's working at the prison, and she's kind of like stopping a fight between some inmates. Mm-hmm. So that's fun, and then. Uh, when she goes undercover, that's fun. But I feel like she does kind of go missing by the end. Yeah. She kind of... There's a lot going on, so... Well, there's a lot going on with the reveal of the backstories between Sanjay Dutt and Jackie Shroff. And she has nothing to do with it. Yeah. But I do think that this is, again, like another kind of interesting take on the love triangle. Because I think it it doesn't do the thing that you expect with... Um, like, Madhuri Dixit does kind of fall for Sanjay Dutt, but not to the point that she's going to leave Jackie Shroff. It's more no. that she kind of... She appreciates him. Yeah, she appreciates him, and, she's, and she starts to see she the human in, yeah. in him, right? Yeah. Um, but not to the point where, like, the expected thing of, like, well, she actually, like, totally falls in love with him. Um, and I think she kind comes of this close when he gets her the present and they're at that temple and then yeah. the big gunfight happens afterwards. Like yeah. it, that was a it's tantalizingly up in the air, but you don't really get yeah. the sense that she's torn that much. Well, exactly. And then I think kind of the, it's also not showing Jackie Shroff as a bad romantic partner in any way. Like he's not too tied to his work no. or like he's completely awesome. Like there's mm-hmm. no problems with him. Yeah. And again, here she's asked to do some really fun comedy. There's like some really great stuff where like she's on the phone and pretending not to be talking to the cops and she, revealing. In that scene, about. she does a ton of impressions of other characters. <laughs> yeah. Plus, sings the Chandani song. Like, I I feel like we would have got a bit more of that if we knew late '80s stuff better. Mm. But yeah, that was fun. You could tell that she was doing some good bits. Yeah, yeah. So she's. I mean, like, she's. I mean, you love to watch her. Yeah, she's like, the best. You know, you love you love to watch her. You love to watch her dance. You love to watch her uh, make jokes. You love to watch her fall in love. Like she's she's gorgeous. She just has a fun archetype. Yeah. In general. Yeah, exactly. I've never been bored watching her in a movie. No. I've certainly been bored by movies she's been in, but it's <laughs> usually not when she's on screen. No, no. So yeah, I think overall... Is that the worst possible praise you could give? Like, I wasn't bored when I watched her. No, I don't think so. I think what you're trying to say is that sometimes some of the movies uh, that we watch with her, she's the highlight of the film. 
Yeah. Like that certainly is what I would say about Sajan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Cal Nayak has more going for it. I just wish, again... This is a very... It's a Sanjay Dutt piece. And also, he was also getting in trouble for his own possibly <laughs> terrorist-infused activities at the time. Uh, don't sue us, but uh, uh, we did watch a film called uh, Sanjay that did go into this. Sanju. Sanju that goes into this a little bit and, you know, just reading up about the guy. But it's a little weird to be playing an international terrorist when some other stuff is happening in your own life. Yeah. So it's a choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do think, like, we would recommend Cal Nayak, but... Unfortunately, I don't think we can recommend watching it on Z5. Yeah, I wonder if it's available for purchase on iTunes. Yeah. That might be worth looking at. Or you didn't see it when you were looking? Well, I mean, I would have always picked the version that we pay for on our streaming service, though, right? Like, that's why we pay for those streaming services. Um, Really, this is... The true villain here is Z5, yet again. Yeah, though, I mean, C5, if you want to sponsor us. (laughs) Please get in touch. (laughs) We won't say you're the Cal Nyack anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, no, I don't see it rentable on Apple, so... Hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Anyways, um, that brings us to the end of this episode. Anything else you want to say about early 90s Midori Dick shit? We'll return to this series in a year. Yeah, in the meantime, give us your uh, your faves. Yeah. Doesn't have to be 90s. I know we've been doing it, but, like, we would watch her whenever. It's just that's sort of well, what's available streaming. We are trying to move a bit chronologically. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Like the 2000s, I guess. As we move further, as we go into the mid-90s for next yeah. year, you know, what, what should we start looking for now? Yeah, we might have to... <laughs> start looking way earlier just because her movies are seem to be harder to get a hold of yeah um so we're gonna go back to our two-week schedule so our next episode will be out in two weeks uh and we're doing we're going to do an episode um about films that kind of have like meta textual elements where like actors are playing actors ah so an action Um, hero which we just watched you're gonna use it we just watched an action hero so we're gonna discuss an action hero um i'm not sure yet what other movies uh we're going to be discussing we've already talked about films like fan and um ak versus ak in the past we in one of our very first episodes was on luck by chance Mm -hmm. and om shanti om if i remember right so kind of meta filmmaking ones that way so i'm not sure if people want to hear more about fan or ak versus ak but i'm sure they'll come up in the conversation we talked quite a bit about them when they came out i do we do have some other films though that um we're looking at unfortunately the movie i most want to watch i can't find anywhere kamosh kamoshi no, Kamosh. Oh, um, from Vidu Vino Chopra from mm. the mid-80s. Mm. And it's about, get this, Matt. What? There's a murder on a movie set. Oh. And a detective <laughs> comes in to try and solve the murder. So it has Shaban Azmi playing Shaban Azmi. And Pankaj Kapoor. And Naziruddin Shah. Um, it looks fantastic. That sounds fun. Um, I see, you know, references to it being kind of Hitchcockian, uh, but it is impossible. I can't find it anywhere. Hmm. Um, the best I can do... Legally? Yeah. The best I can do is that there's a DVD for sale on Amazon, but shipping to Canada is like $70. Yeah. We don't make that much money in these ads. (sighs) 
So, unfortunately, um, we can't do Kamosh, but I have some, some other films. We would definitely be talking about an action hero and then, um, yeah, some other movies where actors are playing actors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're still kind of making our final selections, but we'll definitely be discussing an action hero since we were finally able to see it. Okay, that was a long rambling about our next episode. So that'll be out in two weeks. In the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up with the show? At Bollywood Pod. Bollywood. <laughs> Tumblr.com slash Bollywood Lovers. Facebook.com slash Bollywood Lovers. At Matt underscore B O W E S. I'm at Ernie Fraser, E R N E F R A S C R. If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving us a star rating and a review on your podcatcher of choice. Don't be a villain um, like Sanjay Dutt. You should. Uh, Leave a review. And then, Be a hero like Jackie Shroff. And then you can get some Biffle points. Uh, you can also listen to my other show that I do with Paul Matwichek called Trash Art and the Movies. Twice as many episodes. Twice <laughs> as much fun. We just did an episode about movies uh, with big bear attacks. So we discussed Cocaine Bear and the Revenant. I don't even think that one's out yet. A cocaine bear? No, the... Uh, oh, that the episode. episode. Yeah, yeah, it'll be out so- shortly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, we want to thank Becca Dalkey for our artwork. And uh, thank you for everyone's patience with uh, getting this episode out. Uh, Wear your mask. Yeah. Bye.